Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Welcome back. Welcome back. February 28th. Chopping lines coming at you. Episode 84. It's your host, Ted Lutz, on the call. I got Doc Ward with me as well. That's right. In the house. Out west at the Quest. Great to see you. You as well, sir. It's good to be back. Let's get into it. A little bit of a little bit of a slow week. Tis the slow season. Yeah, I mean it kind of is uh it goes to show just how almighty the NFL is. Because there's always a storyline broiling and boiling and roiling all throughout for, for five, six months straight. You know what I mean? The lead up Several. to the season and even after. Yeah, I mean, really a bulk of the year. And, you know, there's just so much going on and it's so pervasive. You got games, three, you got three game or three day, three game days, pardon me, a week. Yeah, four in some weeks. Yeah, some weeks, four. So you really feel it when they're not around. But with that being said, fill me in with a little bit of uh, the active sports world. We'll kick it off in the NBA world side of things. Nikola Jokic, the man, does it all. Yeah. He made history against the Wizards, which shouldn't be too much of a surprise. A lot of people have been making history against the Wizards. Nothing we haven't seen before, but he is the first individual to ever post a 15-15-15 triple-double while shooting perfectly from the field wow. on the night. Uh, went 21-19-15, and 15, 10 of 10 from the field. Against the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, he's just so good and so efficient, and his game is so polished. And really, it's it's almost kind of unguardable because he's just pretty so close. Fun. It's kind of like the big when when Tim Duncan was the big fundamental. It's like neither one of these guys could jump over a shoebox, but it doesn't much matter, does it? I just saw a compilation of his all of his points that he gave Draymond Green a couple nights ago. And just the spin move in the post. I mean, he's got a little floater. The guy's just got it all. No wonder he's been two-time league MVP. Looks like he's in line for another here soon enough. He followed up that performance with a 29, 15, and 14 game against the Blazers. These are ridiculous video game numbers. Yeah. Like, it's hard to do that on 2K. The man man is a freak. Love to see it. It's it almost is like Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, where it's like it's voter fatigue. It's like, oh, Nicholas, great. Like how well, how can we ignore these numbers? But right, tired of voting for him. And that's and that really it, that only happens with the the truly greats. I mean, that happened with you know LeBron James. I mean, yeah. like he's a guy. LeBron James, Michael Jordan. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. We're getting to a Kobe where too it, for it a may while. Happen to Lamar Jackson soon, but. There are some people that are so talented where it's like, we could just fucking give you this every year. Yeah, but like, we don't look case. lazy or whatever. And it's just like, like, everyone just gets like, it's why everyone likes the Chiefs until they win their third Super Bowl. And then it's like, eh, you know what? Fuck these guys. <laughs> like, I've had enough of this shit. Never liked them anyway. like, Everyone's got that charm and that good, the good grace until you start winning too much. Yeah, everyone, you know? Everyone's got a game plan until you get hit in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So, well, looks like he's in line for it. Luca's making a little bit of a push here Is as well. Tate, Jason Tatum's still up, uh, up in the uh, conversation as well. There, that's the thing. <sighs> we gotta <sighs> really recognize, and and maybe if the game isn't what people want it to be, 
we are just in a very special time in the league with talent. I mean, you got scoring year twenty one LeBron. You got Steph, who's I mean, those guys are minted legends. But then you keep working your way down the league, and it's just like, oh, Giannis, Jokic, Giannis, Jokic, Doncic, Wemby, Wemby, Tatum. And well, we I'm not gonna. Then that's funny. Here's the here's the. uh, Kick comparison that sure, well sure. it just made me think of i saw a video uh the other night of warm-ups with jalen brown trying to work out his left hand <laughs> and i mean he missed five or six like, like he was just under the basket just doing little like layups and flicks didn't make a single one looking like me it's out just, there yeah i mean it's kind of that's not not a good look there's levels to this speaking of Wemby, he also made some history on friday yeah like the Five, 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 guy. Second player to ever, or second rookie ever to do so, joining Jamal Tinsley. Not a career that totally panned out there. Right. Jamal Justin Tinsley. He was all, it was his second consecutive game where he had five steals and blocks as well. And uh, only a one Michael Jordan has pulled off that feat yeah. historically in the NBA. So good company to find himself in. He is. The craziest thing I feel like I've ever watched basketball wise. Right. He's like just how massive he is. He's so long. He's so fluid. Yeah. All it's like, yeah, normally when you see a guy that size and with how skinny he is, it's like you don't expect them to look as defies physics. Yeah. It's kind of like they still are graceful. You know what I mean? You can never really. I don't think anyone would call Manute Bowl, and not to say he's necessarily that, but you wouldn't assume, you know, Grace no. being over seven feet. Not on this level, especially. Know. He's um, Spurs got themselves something good down there. They are terrible as a team, but you got to start somewhere. Knicks found themselves in a little bit more controversy with terrible refereeing, speaking of which. Yeah, I saw the clip of, was it Monty Williams kind of going off like left the off the court yeah coach, walked off yeah. the court yeah they um this one to me so it's a pistons i don't i don't remember the players exactly pistons force a loose ball they go to dive for it. dante divincenzo on the knicks makes contact with the ball and then almost immediately after with the body the dude on the pistons did not control the ball knicks end up keeping the ball in possession make a layup like two seconds later Ended up being decisive. I this is the continuing saga. This started a couple weeks back with that we talked about yes. this with the Jalen Brunson, thing. which that was the, the which NBA was copped to it being a blown call. But then they did the same thing here, and I'm. Do not... you think they're doing? Was it, it was a? Do you think that was kind of like? All right, we'll get we'll get you one back. Man, if it was a makeup call, it was really unsubtle. But I <laughs> I don't necessarily think it was a foul. I, the dude on the Pistons didn't control it. It, it was clo- it's about as close as you're gonna get. Well, there's there was diving at legs, or at least the soundbite said. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that? Or is that more just like that's code of the that's that's broke code, unless something that they may call in the moment, or at least at the end of a game like that. Yeah, I I can see the argument. And I could see the argument for if they called a foul, it wouldn't bother me. Right. But I also like when you slow mo it and when you really break down like the loose ball foul, it's like, eh, they kind of both got there at similar times. Yeah. Nobody had possession. Well, and you know, who knows this? 
I wonder like when they play each other next or what the rest of the season looks like between those two teams because bad for the Pistons. What an interesting little storyline <laughs> that's developed between them though. <laughs> Maybe the spark of a future rival. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. Max Struess last night. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh man, the Mavericks inbound the ball like tennis seconds left against the Cavaliers. Down by one. I heard. Okay, I heard the call. Yeah, yeah. From the Cavaliers announcer. So Luca fumbles the ball. Looks like they're about to lose it. He ends up regaining it. Dishes a dime down low on the block layup. They go up one. I guess the Cavaliers didn't have any timeouts or whatever. They throw the ball to almost like the logo. Mm -hmm. The dude tosses it backwards to Struess, who's kind of running the wheel route. Catches it. One dribble. Shoot. Net as the time expired. Mm-hmm. It was fucking sick. Very rare in the NBA too that you see like the sh- those shots like that. I feel like maybe they're or maybe they're very common. And then they don't advertise them. But I well, yeah, but I for mean, not yeah, as a I game winner though. Guy. Yeah, I mean that that's pretty special, and that's something you can storm a court over. It was a it was a bomb. We will get to that during the college segment. Cause yeah, and we will, because there's... I can't believe the legs this fucking story's had. We got well, we'll move on. We'll get to that later. I can't wait. Celtics are top the East. They are seven and a half games up on those aforementioned mm. Cavaliers. They are just, just running away. Like best team. And they, I think they may be the most offensively productive team ever. I think I saw wow. like they're blowing the, was it the 2016 Warriors or what was that great, great Warriors team? I think the 16 Blowing out of the water. Yeah. It's like almost crazy. Would have never thought that. No. I got to look into and that. And then you talk about it being very, being done very quietly. But here's what's happened. And this is even more stark relief when we talk about the NFL. Who would fucking know? Because all these other sports have... It just the regular seasons just don't matter. It's like, well, yeah, why would you know Not the Celtics that much, are the best yeah. team, best offense ever? It's like, because why would you know? Why would you know that? No one's really watching the NBA night in night out like that. At least on not on yet. a national level, and it's not a conversation unless you're really into basketball. Yeah, that changes when the playoffs start, though. Of course, and I'd say even at the end of March Madness, sure. Like a, Buckle up, baseball's just starting. March Madness primes America to care about the NBA postseason. That feels fair. (laughs) Yeah, that feels fair. I like that comparison. Timberwolves and the Thunder tied atop the Western Conference as well. SGA, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, he's... Great player. Awesome. Yeah. Out there, really. Another guy in that MVP conversation. I think there's about four or five guys that... And that'll be interesting to see how the, you know, back half of the season goes. Without... A doubt. You talked about the Kings, the NFL. We don't have a ton of news there. Derek Carr restructured his deal, freeing up $23 million in cap space for the perpetually needy Saints. A lot of running backs floating around. A lot of running backs floating around. Uh, Jacobs, Barkley, and Henry all got through without getting tagged. If you, uh, if you were a Ravens GM, which of those three would you take a run at? Barkley. Yeah. If I had to choose, be and but I would like Barkley and like to bring Gus back if possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have Keaton and Justice Hill, and that's perfect. That's a nice running back room. That's perfect right there. We'll see if it ends up happening. I, we have bigger, bigger fish to fry. Justin Matabike specifically, word on the street is he's getting tagged. He's going to get tagged. Okay. And 
I think we talked about that like two weeks ago. There's no way he had 13 sacks last year. He was like fifth in the league from the interior line. Like that's that's Aaron Donald. Yeah, I mean he. Was you don't let that a, go. And that's what that's what the who was calling was that Lamar or someone was calling him. Or kept reminding him. Oh, I'm not even sure. Maybe it was <clears throat> maybe Robot it was me. Smith. So yeah, well yeah, exactly. You heard it here first, folks. Hard to say, but yeah, he's he is so special. Third rounder, just totally blossomed, and he's shown this disruptiveness throughout his career. This isn't like a Paul Kruger, right? Where he's blossoming during the contract year. This kid. But it's such a nice fit because it's like, of course, we're, you're gonna get yours here. Yeah, you know, and him in front we'll of out. him in front of Roquan Smith too. Like that's so yeah. much interior pressure. Yeah, I like that. And <clears throat> you know, whatever happens with Patrick Queen, if you have Matabike, well, that's we we talked about this actually in our during our postseason run. I believe I was mentioning it's like you kind of if you have Matabike, Roquan Smith, and Kyle Hamilton, you got the three. Layers, the three phases of nothing the happens between the hashes, and then it's almost like put whatever the fuck you want next to Roquan Smith. Yeah, I mean, I bet I, they could find another Patrick Queen. Kyle Van Noy was a, great this year. Yeah, yeah, like there's Ojabo. Maybe we'll get better. Sure. I, I'm not holding my breath. OA looked fast at least for well, a lot of this year because, like you said, how Justin Matabike wasn't a Paul Kruger type. He was doing this already without. It's not like a Ravens thing. But, and this isn't, I mean, I love Patrick Queen. This is not a shot at him. But he kind of started to flourish. He did start to flourish when Roquan showed up. Correct. Yeah. Oh, he went from a C player to an A player. Yeah. And he's going to end up getting. Went from six to midnight, brother. No, 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 I'm fucking kidding. He's going to end up getting paid. It's going to be the same thing as CJ Mosley. Sure. Like, they're going to get. Talk about a guy who vanished. Yeah, pretty damn close. He played a lot more this year than past years. Not a high bar. But the Ravens make these guys look good. They have that aura about them, whether you want to admit it or not. Yeah. These defensive guys, they get paid. And interior linemen, too. As we're seeing from Orlando Brown just robbing the Bengals. Cornerback Xavier Howard was a cap casualty down in Miami. And word on the street is that. Nick Chubb may be on that block as well if they can't get a good restructure there. Mm-hmm. He's never averaged under five yards a carry in his career. I I was looking up on wow. some of his sets. He's su- he's such a good running back. Borderline, like at least in terms of this era, if there's going to be a running back who gets in to the Hall of Fame, he's got to be in heavy consideration. Yeah, He does not falter. So I'll be curious to see how he comes back from the MCL sprain, or uh, tear, rather, last year. Mm-hmm. That uh, knee destruction that we saw. Eric Bieniemy. We've talked about him being controversial. He's no longer even in the NFL. You're right. <laughs> and he's at right. UCLA, and he's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, strange. It just raises so many questions. Yeah. Like, you've got this experience. You've had success. In pretty much every spot you've been, what gives? Yeah, that is really wild. And like he's not under Chip Kelly was there, and now he bolted to be OC in Ohio at Ohio State, which is also a which little weird. Really weird that you would be you're the head coach of UCLA and you leave to be offensive coordinator at Ohio State. To me, what I read into that is Chip Kelly thinks he's to be the head coach of fucking Ohio State. He's within a vulture. A year. Yeah, Ryan yeah, like, Top. Oh, Ryan fucking hell. Yeah, vulture Chip Kelly. That's a great point. So, Biennemi. Hotter than a 10-cent pistol. What a what a weird move. Or maybe he just wants to live in L.A. Who knows? 
yeah, I mean, I just can't believe a. It's just it. It is kind of wild that throughout the last, I mean, Eric Bieniemy had been getting NFL head coaching chatter for four, all the hype. He was four, the name or so years, yeah. right? And never did. And there have been reasons alluded to, but either way, that like I, that's kind of wild. The NFL isn't some fucking holy institution. I don't think they would give much of a fuck what his past is. Not so to that extent. Kind of weird, but then yeah, it's like. Did he decided to go to UCLA? Was he? I mean, he was fired from the commanders. From the commanders, okay. yeah. And, they and replaced no one him with... in the league. I mean, wouldn't you rather be an offensive coordinator in the NFL than in the fucking Pac-10 with the, what what was once known as the Pac-10? Yeah, whatever the the Big Twenty One now or <laughs> yeah, whatever it's like... you're gonna have from sea to shining sea, Rutgers it's... to UCLA, mm. <sighs> college sports. Last story from the NFL: Raheem Morris came out this week. Mm. threw a pretty heavy shot at incumbent quarterback Desmond Ritter. Nothing that was unjustified by any means, but he said, uh, if there was better quarterback play here last year, I might not have this job yeah. when referring to their plans for the quarterback. And Wild. <laughs> a, true. Yes, yeah. B, Wow, you gotta Coming go you hot. gotta go coach that guy. Like he's still gonna be in your locker room. Well, that's <laughs> like that's like uh Sean Payton referenced a meme he saw, which was a <laughs> Broncos jersey with all of the names of recent quarterbacks crossed off a list, dating back to like Brock Osweiler. Sure, and, yeah. and then it was Wilson with and like I don't know if it was crossed out yet, it was just like Wilson was the last of like eight names and Sean Payton was just like, Well, let's hope Let's hope we don't have to cross the next one up. Basically saying, Incredible. like, Russell Wilson's already gone, too. Like, referring to the next one as whoever I'm fucking bringing in here this season. Whoever. Yeah, and I mean, I remember hearing, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but the Broncos wanted to push his injury. Uh, There's, like, an injury clause to uh, the guaranteed money in Russell Wilson's contract that they wanted to push to 25, and he's just like, no. So that's why they're just like going to be like, fucking get out. Then. Yeah, yeah, or there's something along those lines. Well, and then you hear, I mean, you, you hear names like Kirk Cousins. I mean, Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson are seemingly tied to everywhere they're now. Saying Broncos, Kirk Cousins Steelers. Is, they're saying Kirk Cousins is going to make $50 million next year. With, with the cap the, and, and just being and the top quarterback the no, anywhere oh anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, wow which is fucking nuts and i mean the cap's going up a lot well he I is the, the, he is the best quarterback he can stay oh, the fuck away no no him. he can come on over here that dude is not clutch i don't know that dude i think you put clutch. him on the steelers and they're i mean they're serious they're better than they were yeah you're, which you're was right. about good enough to beat us twice and they made the playoffs they won 10 games yeah you're, you're not wrong I'm not afraid of Kirk Cousins, but he is literally going to make fifty million dollars this year, which is and Baker. He's one of the the great businessmen in the league. He was the yes. first one to get the fully guaranteed contract. Was that was it like a sixty million something? Three three years, ninety one mil, I believe. Okay, pulling that out of my ass, but I think that's right. Well, either way, that was unheard of, and now it's all any fucking quarterback ever talks about and wants. At least is trying, and then the Browns fucked it up for everyone. Go figure. I mean, well, yeah, they but. kind of they took a fucking. Sledge, a uh, fucking fi- flamethrower to an anthill or a sledgehammer to a fucking whatever you want to call it. Yeah, with a sexual Thumbtack. predator. Okay. That's why your franchise is the way it is. Underneath the sycamore tree. Baseball side of things. We're in the midst of spring training, which is great to see. Adley kicked things off last week with a home run in his first at bat. Yeah. Really great vibes. 
the Orioles of a whole, as a whole have looked pretty solid. Vibed up. Uh, there's been a few shaky performances here and there. CNL Perez did not look great pitching the other day. Uh, our guy Gene Pinto had a and we need rough some, inning. But. We're gonna need some pitchers to step up. Yeah, and I and I think we will. Uh, Corbin Burns looked good. Grayson looked solid. I think he or he gave up a solo home run, but you know we don't expect perfection, nor do we think that it would uh, translate into the regular season anyway. But Kobe Mayo's killing it down there. He's got like three doubles, batting like over five hundred on the spring so far. Colton Cowser hit a walk off. Colton Cowser, and then uh, hit another home run today. So Colton Cowser found him farms. He's working hard for uh, make this roster spot here. Former first round pick. He's kind of falling in out of favor after a iffy start up in the bigs. Might just take a little little tinkering, and we got ourselves a real king out there in the outfield. We did sign Julio Tehran. Speaking of uh, pitching depth as mm. well, he was great for the Braves for a while. I don't know if I don't think he won a Cy Young, but I think he was like a top three, one or two years. And then uh, we also signed Colton Wong as well. I uh, did all that today. Hmm. B- bodies, you know, depth. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Wong will see the roster, but Tehran we might need uh, might need for a little bit here. Mm. We'll see. Shohei Otani homered as well in his debut for yeah, the Dodgers. Which is wild. It's like it was only fucking a couple months ago. It was like, oh yeah, guy's getting like uh Tommy John surgery. He's like severely hurt. <laughs> and it's like he's not pitched next year. It's like, oh fuck, that's right. He'll still hit fifty home runs though. Yeah. He's he's incredible. He is. And he I gotta tell you, he looks sharp in the bright white LA Dodger he, uniform. Buddy. He looks built for it. <laughs> That'll be fun to watch this season, I think. You know, he's he's the best thing in baseball. He's the Caitlin Clark of the major leagues. He's Babe Ruth. He is Babe Ruth. Yeah, if I had to have a Dodgers jersey and Otani one would be, That'd be pretty good. Pretty fucking sick. Cody Bellinger signing a three year eighty million dollar deal. He's going up to the Cubbies up in Chi Town. And then crossing the border. The uh, fat man known as Alec Manoa, <laughs> well in the midst of his uh, career collapse on the on the bump, he hit three batters in the same inning of his uh, first spring. What kind of bump training was he on? The chopping line. Up. Whoa, yeah, he's he's having a really tough tough go of things right now. Was like second in the Cy Young voting two years ago, and. Might not even My make the team. You've fallen. Might not even make the team, but Doc, our Baltimore Orioles. They are playing the Pirates tomorrow. Spring training. I think it's Ed Smith Stadium. That old rivalry. That old rematch. Re- renewing things there. And if we I w- aren't family. Far from it. If I wanted to set in section 115, though, better seats than not. They're thirty nine bucks a pop right now on SeatGeek. Well, but... that's where I would tell you to go first. Just get yourself to SeatGeek. Get yourself to SeatGeek. Peruse. Get the tickets you want. You know, I you, you go to checkout. You know, everyone's shopped online before. It's the only place you can find a, an all black, ornithologically correct Baltimore <laughs> Orioles at, which I'll be getting. But. When you go to that checkout, there's going to be a little slot, a little bar, a little thing that asks you, promo code, you know, get uh, some percentage off. It's For us, you'll be getting $20 off your total ticket. And just enter promo code Chopping Lines. That's the title of this show, folks. Chopping Lines. Chopping Lines and get $20 off your next 
SeatGeek purchase. Absolute no-brainer. Help yourself. Help us out. NHL side of things. The Caps, they've gone two one and one since the last time we've talked, which is great. Mm, they're yeah. they're kind of creeping back into the playoff picture. Did not expect that. No, and I think they're going to make that charge. Wouldn't be totally. Wouldn't We're be totally ride shot. that train. Ovi though, so, so Joe got mad at us the other day for like two weeks ago for not mentioning him. So we did. He mention was incensed. It. He was like nag champing at the bits. So shout out producer Joe. Found out this morning doing some research. Alex Ovechkin actually has the fifteenth worst mm. plus minus in the league. Wow, minus twenty three. Were we claiming otherwise? Uh, I don't remember. Oh no no no! <laughs> just just saying it's a. The eight goals this week were great. He actually even leads the team in points. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, but we were we were blowing too much smoke. But we're getting outscored by twenty three goals when he's on the full on the ice. Uh, rather, no, yeah. the, the dude is not. He's uh, a defensive liability at best. Hand down, man down at best. You brought up chopping lines earlier a couple times. The Arizona Coyotes cut their forward Adam Ruzuka. This is a pretty wild. Like, did you see the video? It's n- what are you doing? <laughs> like just like faced was it like It was his he... Instagram story. That is It was his Instagram story. And like that has that sounds like sabotage. I mean no one in their right mind, but mm-hmm. maybe he wasn't. No one in their white lines say. would do that. But yeah, he was just had like a plate with fucking lines cut up and was just like here for the world. Yeah, here the credit card on it. Yeah, this is just the name of our show. It's kind of a jig. He yeah, or at least leave it off the air. Jesus, he was on a two-year, one-point-five million-dollar contract. Way to you could buy a lot of fucking blow with that. Damn right. Not anymore though. Nah, he's uh, he'd only played in three games. Not gonna, not gonna be seeing the ice anytime soon. Especially getting cut from a team as bad as the Coyotes. They've lost thirteen straight. They're smoking ice. That's big down in Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> Hawaii way. I heard Dog the Bounty Hunter mention it many times. That's big down that way. <laughs> Patty Kane, one of my uh, longtime favorites. Patty Kane. Patty Kane. First game. Against the Blackhawks since his departure, and he scored a game-winning overtime goal. And is he with the Islanders? The Red Wings. The Red Wings. Red Wings. That's right. I yeah, thought he was. Just, I thought he was with the Rangers, but it was the Red Wings. Just went right up to Detroit. There, stayed in that little Great Lake. Not really Great Lake, but stayed up there in that region. And really, yeah, Great Lake. Well, what am I second guessing myself there, for? Yeah, yeah totally. You, you hit the nail on that. Not the same Great Lake, but nonetheless. No, but I mean, talk about. I mean, that's an, those are original six teams. Yeah. Yeah, and what a good feeling for him too, Pat. He's how do you let him walk as like he's Mister Black? I know. I and I I get finances, and they suck. They yeah. are they are bad, but they have fifteen wins and they're or like, something. Patty, we'd love to keep you, kid, but you gotta go up north there, kid. Yeah, what are you doing though, Chicago? Great jer- some all time jerseys, but. I don't well, know. and yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like if you're going to be uh, 
a legendary Hall of Fame hockey player, and the two franchises you happen to play for, the Chicago Blackhawks and the Detroit Red Wings, that's pretty fucking Solid. cool. It's like, I think it's he, like saying, it's like, yeah, I played for the Yankees and the Red Sox. I think he was <laughs> traded to the Rangers, too, so I think he yeah, had three yeah, pretty he, okay, good yeah, ones. That, 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 uh, that is true. That that's, But, yeah, I mean, so I mean, even fucking better. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, <laughs> like, he hit three pretty dude, good can ones. Can we get him to the Flyers before all set? Or maybe the, the Bruins, yeah, something like that. Let's we'll, get him somewhere else. We'll see. We will see. Ship him up to Boston. Speaking of those Boston Bruins, though, they have surrendered their lead atop the Atlantic. They were running away with it earlier in the year, but they have faltered, and the Florida Panthers Mm. have come on strongly. They're now tied atop the Atlantic Division. The aforementioned New York Rangers are leading the Metropolitan. The Jets have tied the Stars out in the Central, and the Canucks Mm. still healthily atop Pacific. A little bit of uh, college sports for us here. Brought it up earlier on the show. Court storming. Yeah. So Caitlin Clark obviously was the first big story of this earlier in the year. Yeah, this happened a, a month or two ago. And what was presumed as a st- at least semi- self-inflicted collision she did kind of seem like she like at least semi sought some or like didn't she was like ready for contact yes <laughs> duke shocker that they're in the middle of this conversation but duke center kyle filipowski well, screams blue devil well, screams well, coach Krzyzewski, john shire well the problem is and it's like it's just the fact of being duke everyone wants to storm the court when they beat you well that's a fact but it's also but see that wasn't storm worthy. It's like the fucking Wake Forest were two point favorites and ended up winning by four. And it wasn't necessarily like it's because you're not ranked. Yeah. yeah, it's like all right, like save your court storming for really things that matter. Because I think it really is a fun and electric part of the college game. It's essential, and it's the only fucking thing that matters now. Caitlin Clark and court storming are the only two reasons we talk about college basketball at all. At least in this day, like, who's the best? player in the men's and the nation who no one fucking knows what are the rankings it doesn't matter it's like we we've just we talked about it last week with what the creighton whatever game it's like like, this is something i mean i personally think it's a non-story caitlin clark it was a story because it was her but guess what she played the next game this philip this this cat from duke doesn't seem to be too injured. It, like he's not going to miss any time. Is so he? And, and not much, if anything. Okay. And, and compared to Clark, he initiated this. He like turned and saw the dude. Like, yeah. And it, you know, he fell and he happened to fall in a bad spot, admittedly. But he could have gotten out of the way a little more. I don't. Well, sure, and it's like I don't understand. I, I just think it's. It's like, like he was punched. I think it's a hard thing to police. First off, I mean. The reason, and, and it's crazy, I mean, we're talking about it Wednesday because it's the only thing going, and pretty close, yeah. even in the national sports media, it's been talked about for the last three days, which is kind of insane, but again, that goes to show you what happens when the NFL is not around. If this happened two months ago, it wouldn't have made it till after lunch on Monday. We you would have already fucking forgotten about it. We It may not even made it to... The first block of any show on Monday, if the NFL was around, and not just say not, maybe it wouldn't have, but I don't know. It's kind of a non-story. It's like 
court stormings happened for years. It's just like everything. And why is it's it going now an issue? Well, well actually, because it's so, like you don't need to be. They didn't need to storm the court there, and they so, probably didn't with the Caitlin Clark thing. They didn't really need to do that either. It, like it should be saved for, you know, winning your real upset tournament or, or a big or upset, a huge upset, yeah. and it and it matters to your season or whatever. It's like I don't know. It just it didn't. And I honestly also like it for like. Last minute, like walk off. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like so. They, Jimmy V wasn't running around the court because they were up fifteen the last five minutes. Right. It's like that's. It's like you can't just fucking. You can't contain that. Uh, yeah. You can't contain. But also, that. it's like people, uh, college kids, want to storm the court uh, whenever they fucking can. They would storm the court if they beat a fucking Florida Any Atlantic team, by case. twenty yeah. if they if you gave them the chance. It's just, I don't know how you police it. It's like, what are you going to, like, not allow kids in the stadium? You're going to hire 50 police to line? I just don't think that's happening really either. So I'm just, I'm, I'm a little disturbed about this very quickly put together, like, coaching bitch summit mm-hmm. that, like, Bill Self, again, shocker. Guy who just gets rampaged on with yeah. court storming. Yeah, uh, I'm sure Roy Williams was there in court. And uh, Mike Shashevsky in spirit. I heard but they, on Dan Patrick, Jim Beheim was a guest, and he was actually just like, but no, but he he was okay. Fine. He was Good. like not Good. really. He was like, this is kind of not a big deal. No, how many? And maybe it's because media is so much more accessible nowadays. This well, was sure. never a story in the '90s. Right. This was never a story in the thousands. Right? Like, I do. I forget who talked about it um, on ESPN or wherever I read it. There is a difference now. It might have been J.J. Reddick as much as I hate to say it. There is a difference now compared to 15 years ago, whereas 15 years ago you were rushing the court to go hug the guys in your jersey. Right. Nowadays you have assholes rushing the court. Want to go Self- body check a fucking yeah, a, a opposing selfies, player. Selfies like, fuck, dude. Right, blah, blah. right. And it's like... And they're looking in their phones. Exactly. They may not even see the fucking exactly. guy. Exactly. Or they are literally like intentionally running into them to, to, to get them on the that. camera. Yeah, yeah, Correct. Yeah, yeah. And if you draw a response, even better, you might have a lawsuit on your hands. Yeah. And but, I think there's merits. I I mean, I, I personally, A, I don't think you're getting rid of court storming. And I, and I don't want pro. it. No, I, no, I, I, I want I it all. It is one of the, it's one of the, char- when, when we talk about, the difference between college sports and pro sports, and I am a pro professional sports yeah. guy. I'm not really a college guy. The one charm that college does have is the storming the field yes. or the storming the, the connect, court. The connection with you the crowd. You don't do that when the when the Orioles like you, you. You don't storm the court when the Lakers win the title. It's like there aren't people descending from up high in Staples yeah. Center, Crypto Arena, wherever the fuck they're calling it now. Right, but. Yeah, that that's why it's cool when you see an upset in college sports. And really, I mean, what's more dangerous, people storming a basketball court, or when they tear down the fucking the goal the goalposts? So that and was... that can land. I mean, that's whether it's PVC pipe. I mean, anything that big falling from that high up is gonna fuck you up. It could right. be made out of whatever foam. So, yeah, I don't care what. Yeah, that was going to be my point. And I know the obvious blanket solution is just get rid of it all. But if it's 15,000, it's not all 15,000. Let's call it, there's 15,000 people in a basketball arena. If it's 
2,000 storming the court compared to 20,000 storming a football field. Right. Like, you're not going... It's incomparable. Mm-hmm. Shit does happen. There's more shit that happens on a football field. The Garrett Blunt punching dudes. Like, there, well, like there's, there's, there's shit that happens. But, like, there's no... I don't even think... It, I just don't think... It would be all or nothing. Yeah. It would be all or nothing. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think a lot of colleges would allow it to happen student-wise. Like, they're already... I read today, they're already fining, like, certain schools and certain conferences if the kids storm the court. Yeah. They don't care. Like, right, what yeah. are you going to do? Throw me out? Cool. Like, right. you're going to have no one at these games, and they're going to suck, and you're going to invite me back, and right. I'm going to storm the fucking court again. Right. It's, like, supply and demand. Yeah. Like, him. Yeah, and I just... I mean, yeah, if I... I mean, I guess there are ways to curtail it, but... I'd say maybe if you had restrictions like rivalries, upsets, like let them well, know, see, in, let them know coming into the game, like yeah. if like if you win, you have permission to storm the court right. because this is an it falls under the upset, and then like for close games, like yeah. if you hit a game winning shot in the last well, five see, seconds, but I don't like that. That's like making rules for fucking or something. It's like I don't <laughs> sure, know. sure, like, don't tell me. <laughs> and I, I'm co- I'm in the, compromise mode. Yeah. I don't think we need to change anything. Yeah, I mean, but I I'm think it just is what it is, to. and I I actually want it to stay. I because again, to stay. and they, I mean, and yeah, maybe I mean this is not this is not the right way to look at it. But I'll just say, name, name me all the people who have gotten injured and missed a season because of court storming. A week, right? Yeah, yeah. Week. it's like it's almost a non-issue. It's something we're we're thinking of. I agree. I agree. It's like you make we invented seatbelts because enough people threw flew through the windshield. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess Caitlin Clark and that dude they got fell. knocked down, but they also seemingly salt some contact. Right. Contact they, out. They hit yeah, the deck know. for the seventh time today instead of the sixth. Meanwhile, you got players and handshake lines just cold cocking motherfuckers. That, how was that not a bigger story? That That's was, a fucking story. That was fucking nuts. Yeah. I, I, and there are people who say get rid of the handshake lines. I mean, yeah. Which I, I think, think is asinine. Fucking, I think that's what, asinine. Doing the handshake line or getting no, rid no, of it? No, no, getting rid of it. Oh, I don't fucking care one way or another about <sighs> that shit. Like, you can go trade jerseys and shake a player's hand that you respect, but oh, that's so Little League. It's like, I don't need to line up and shake this fucking dude's hand who talks shit to me and just beat me. Like, I don't know. <sighs> fucking, I, who cares? I don't view it as any more than you walk down the line, you, should, you put your hand out. But it's like you better you better stand up for the <laughs> the national anthem. Well, that's that's. But yeah, I mean, I get where I get where you're saying what you're saying, and I get where it comes from. But I don't, I don't care. And maybe that's my maybe that's the whatever in me. I mean, I guess in hockey they do the they line up still. Yeah, like NHL. Yeah, still. But I don't know. I mean, in other sports, it's like. Yeah, you go chop it up and and go see your boys. Like NFL players do this, but it's like, but if I'm Jalen Ramsey and that's Steve Smith Senior, it's like I'm not gonna go fucking. Oh buy no, up and no. Shake his hand. I just I just think it's kind of like, on that. That's another thing, that's unnecessary. I just say you play the game and you play to win and hey. you play to the whistle. And they say sportsmanship's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> we uh kind of want to touch on one more game in particular college basketball side of things Kentucky they were ranked number 17 they were playing Alabama in Lexington over the weekend Alabama was ranked number 13 it was 106 to like 80 
with six minutes left in the game. Kentucky was winning. And that's Rupperina. disgusting basketball. <laughs> that's 34 minutes, 106 points. In a college game. Yeah, in that's a college game. That's like three and a half points a minute. Yeah. No defense. It's just, it's just bad basketball. Just bad basketball, in my opinion. But neither here nor there. Some general news side of things. Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez, they're wreaking havoc down in the MLS down in Miami. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty cool like, to see. Yeah, that is pretty like, cool, I, actually. I don't... I Remember follow it a little more now just because of that. Louis, and that's the point. Luis Suarez, famous biter. Uh, the Notorious. <laughs> But yeah, that is great, and they got it's like they're getting the old gang back together. I think they have Jordi yeah, Alba too. I think yeah, Jordi they, Alba they from got a little, they he was up at Barca. Throwback squad. Yeah, they've if they lose, that's what they should be called the throwback squad. If they if they lose, I mean, I think they needed a late uh, goal for Messi to draw the other day, mm. um, which is pretty embarrassing. I'll consider they should be winning these games like four to one, right, going away. And then our last little piece. Of news today, Taylor Gooch, all-time name, uh, but not in like the way you want it. Oh no, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like fitting. Like, what do they call that? Nominative determinism. Yeah, like you patronym. You were like, born for this. Taylor Gooch is a Gooch. The man was not invited to the Masters because and, he didn't was, and that's the thing. It's an invitational and always has been, and they'll invite whoever. And they invited many, or not many, but Joaquin Neiman got an invite. He's not a former champion. He's on live. Yeah. You got other live guys who have won the Masters, Dustin Johnson and, and, and whatnots. Um, but it's like, and John Rahm, like yeah, Taylor Gooch, no. it's like, you just fucking aren't that guy, pal. Simple as that. And then, and like, of course, Rory's the big boogeyman for all the live guys because he actually fucking has an opinion and says it. But he, yeah. he was like, oh, if Rory wins, it'll be an asterisk, asterisk next to it. And it's like, that's funny because, like, basically all of golf world just immediately shit on him. And they're like, oh, uh, I he... looked up the tournament you won and the field that that is. And it's also, it's like, then whatever you're doing on your little live tour doesn't fucking matter either. Because no. half of the other... Really, and Webb Simpson had a good point. He was like, about live guys coming back to the tour. And he's not wrong. He's like, honestly, there's only like six guys that matter. And we'd be even good anyway. Everyone else should go back to fucking Q school. It's like, prove it. Yeah. We already have... I mean, there's plenty of dudes who are good enough to be on the PGA Tour. And now that you've, you know, forfeited your spot, just give us John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. Cam Smith and you, the rest of y'all. Yeah, keep the field. Oh, we'll take we'll take Neiman too. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, exactly. Too. It's like, but yeah, you got the field. Everything else, it's like I don't know. Taylor Gooch, go get it out of the dirt, son. God, what a bad, what a bad. I think he spells Taylor without a Y either, like T L A O R. Weird Taylor Gooch, but Talor. And Rory showed some some grace, as he as he often does. I mean, he gets a bad rap just because he is opinionated. But, I mean, Rory's a good dude. Yeah, he's grown on me. He was like, I read the whole interview, and he's like, honestly, it's like the interviewer, like, he didn't just say this out of the blue. The interviewer was kind of leading him that way, and he said it. But then Rory had to twist the knife a little bit because he brought up, he's like, Joaquin Neiman, I played with him in Dubai three weeks ago, and he's been all over the world the last month trying to chase it and get it and get there and i guess taylor hasn't <laughs> and then just kind of like was like next question so it's like, and that's all, right, all you let taylor off the hook and then also we're like but stay over there little boy like, yeah. you're not that guy yeah 
You're not that guy, Mr. Gooch. Um, and well, before, if that's the end of that, before we get out, I wanted to mention the, the, re, and just very quickly about well, as long as you need. Ronnie James is dropped in like a draft class or whatever. I, and that's fine. I mean, he's also like coming off. He t- took what, like six months off his fucking heart attack. Yeah, or like seventeen. Yeah, it's or a cardiac it arrest. Yeah, so it's, it's fucking whatever, crazy. But, and it's just like, and I'll throw you some red meat as a LeBron hater or whatever. But LeBron <laughs> was like. Like let the let the kid be a kid. Like he just plays. Like I don't know. You're the one who said you wanted to play with him, and he like a month ago you said Ronnie could be on the Lakers right now. But kind of like because the team wasn't playing well. Yeah, like you're um, putting these expectations on him. Yeah, exactly. And you are so not letting like, the kid be a kid. Right. So again, that's a, a an unforced error, error and an L for Ebron. I I. To call it unforced would be complimentary, in my opinion. And I was, and now moving on from that, but I was going to forget. I think it happened like a couple of very shortly after our last episode. But in the corner of the room we're sitting in now, in studio somewhere, I'm looking at a black witch's hat, which reminds me of one Cam Newton. How did we forget? They tried to jump him. And hey, all you people out there that think you are somewhat of an athlete, that's you're, what a professional, like, not. that's a big professional athlete. And like, it's going to take more than four regular sized dudes to try to sneak his Cam knee- Newton. He handled that well, I thought. His like, knees never even like bent. He no, got he was clocked kind of just at like, the end. Yeah, no, like, he was stiff like, arming yeah, him. Yeah, it was kind of wild, but it goes to show it's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You're the guy running away from fucking Ray Lewis and Terrell Suggs and Aaron Donald. It's like you. It's definitely going to take like a lot of people to beat you up, like a <laughs> seven on seven football team yeah. to even get you good, like still. That like they great. couldn't. Oh, dude, that, that was, was great video. The teaspoon gang, as they're called. And what the fuck is that? Who like, fucking are they like knows? A known entity. Apparently, like, um, apparently the one dude who started it or whatever used to play with Cam, and then. He is a nobody now, and Cam Newton's not. And right. Some people yeah. uh, get a little butthurt about shit like that because Uncle Rico down there in Atlanta. God, yeah, and, that's that was wild. Yeah, and you sent me that video that at was, his own camp too. Like he's trying to help kids. It's a good thing. He's yeah. trying to help. Like I don't yeah. like Cam Newton. I, like he's not no, my I mean, guy. I can see why why someone may want to punch him in the face. I mean, he's sure. a cocky, arrogant, and he's the win. He won. Like you guys are here angry at a youth camp and he's the guy putting it on with a witch hat yeah, and putting it on like the wicked witch of the west dude that was fucking what well, first his outfits are well yes he and who are you what? yeah yeah they're they're pretty wild it's like he's gone full johnny depp it's like you can't see, <laughs> he's always wearing a scarf now and some weird hat it's like yeah he and johnny depp share the same tailor pretty and that's probably a gooch probably <laughs> That's not a, none of what you said was false. <laughs> sounds all, sounds all right to me. We're going to roll into our soapboxes though to yeah. wrap things up. I got a couple today. Some are shorter than others. Ice America or American ice football debuted in Germany last week. Apparently it's uh American football rules on a hockey rink and you wear bowling shoes. And it wow, it looked it looked really awkward. So it's like curling, hockey, and football rolled into one. 
Yeah. Where is pretty this? Close. In Germany. Germany, yeah. which is a very weird twist. Yeah, because they already have American football in Germany. Yeah. They have like multiple teams. Which is like slowly growing. Yeah. It's really big there. They we, turn, we, yeah. we play NFL games exactly, there Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's strange that you wouldn't think they would go the gimmicky route. And they It looked very uncomfortable. That also screams <laughs> more of something they would do in like Sweden or... Finland, maybe that's their intended Russia. market. I don't maybe know. That's, yeah, I well, guess. Russia's a sketchy and market Germany, nowadays. I mean, but. they're they're. I mean, Germany has hockey, and there have been players out of there. But it's not what I think of when I think German sports. Maybe it's their version of like arena. Yeah, but it was. If you haven't seen it yet, no, I haven't. That's, it, yeah, I didn't. Never heard of that. It looks very uncomfortable to be running. Yeah, I'd imagine. Second soapbox. I got four today, and they're all pretty quick, Whoa. I think. Uh, desserts. I was off mm. on the wagon for a little bit, especially when I didn't have ice cream for like a month. Mm. That, that hurt. And is that your poison? Like, that's what you like. If you're going to, if I say you only get one treat a week, or, or if, I mean, you can eat it every day, but like, if you only get one thing to snack, it's really good. Is, is ice cream your go to? It's, it's definitely up there. Well, it's more of a dessert than a snack. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But, the volume of ice cream I can eat. Like, I can eat, like, a cup of ice cream and be satisfied, or I can eat a quart of ice cream and not be full. Bin, yeah. I, I don't need to stop eating yeah. ice cream. It's gross. Because it's also, it's, it's like, delicious. you're not getting full. I mean, I guess not fast. Dairy, but yeah, it's you're not getting full fast. Yeah. And that's the old cliche. It's, like, even when it'd be, like, in breakups, like, even, like, small girls i don't mean like little oh, yeah, girls. like oh i crushed like, a like, pine. A, like, a, like a small woman would be like oh i'm heartbroken and eat a fucking whole thing of pint yeah. or quart child's of play child's yeah. play i'll eat a pint to warm up i mean come <laughs> on really so we had a got got a ben and jerry's peanut butter s'more the other day it's fucking delicious that ben lasted, and jerry's lasted makes two great days. fusion i mean their flavors are pretty good i They're like really the, good. the tonight show Cookie dough. Oh, the, yeah, the, 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 uh, the Jimmy Fallon one? Yeah. It's the, fucking awesome. It's got like Oreo chunks and cookie dough and, and then chocolate. There's the, uh, it's good. Then go, there's the Americone Dream. That's the cold bear yeah, one. Yeah, right? that one's pretty good. So uh, that has like waffle cones and like yeah, chocolate. Yeah, that, that's really good. good. And talk about a dream. It's like, you know, you made it. And what a cool thing. If I was a celebrity, like if I was Stephen Colbert, I would have been ecstatic the day when they were like, "Hey, you want to help us design an ice cream?" It's like only if you send a. me a poster of it. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, like I want that in my it's garage. Like, how could we? And like then that's great because I mean, yeah, you you need a little crunch in there, I, and that's why that Oreo and that waffle cone really pops, really in there, and it pops. But yeah, this had a what else? Like what what flavors would you throw in? So this was like graham cracker, or no, no, this was marshmallow flavored ice cream. It had Reese's bits in it mm-hmm. it had graham cracker swirl and marshmallow swirl in there mm. uh, so it's the whole s'mores a little bit of peanut butter when you get the chocolate bit and chocolate too when you get the bit oh, yeah it's so fun i mean it's really hard to go wrong with ice cream i don't love caramel but i do eat it in ice cream yeah it's ice cream is pretty universal hard to top oh yeah speaking of universal but I, but it's hard to top but Hey. What do you associate with ice cream other than toppings? You get a little some jimmies, you get a little chocolate you, you chip. Get, you give me a white so or a, a you give me a vanilla ice cream and rainbow jimmies. <laughs> Done. Rainbow you, jimmies. You've got my you've got my heart, and I call them sprinkles. But well, yeah, I do too. But I, I, yeah, I, I do too. Nonetheless, and jimmies. Yeah. Well, what are your other soap boxes? Ah, uh, speaking of universal, I've been looking a little global. Just kind of 
what, what some of the wars going on the around the world? I, I yeah, very active. It's a hot globe hot right spot. now. I was just kind of scanning through some of the do not travel lists that America puts out. Very uh, borderline fascinating. It is some of the like warnings for some of these places. Propose a will. Leave DNA samples. Like yeah, have a that's, ha- like that's pretty stark. Come with uh, a month of medicine. Like. But, uh, uh, and it's some crazy. of them are, are some of them are right next door, not far. Yeah, no, some yeah. level fours. Yeah, down in Acapulco, down in um. Yeah, well, that's Haiti. Like, you sketchy. just gotta know where to go, and that's the other thing. It's just like you gotta know where you can go. And America's not a thousand percent better. I mean, uh, yeah, America's I mean, not a thousand percent. Other better. countries have issued that about America. Yeah, because like, you come here and be in a fucking grocery store and get. Killed by a fucking active shooter. Yeah, we were leaving as the, soon as you could in any other place. We're leaving the, the Ravens uh, Texans playoff game and yeah. waiting in traffic, and the dude in the blue jeep's getting his door kicked in by two dudes, yeah. like on the highway, mm. and nobody's helping. I don't want to get shot for that. Not my mm. car, but just crazy list. Like kind of a fun, eh, fun's not the right word, but a very interesting, introspective look into how the world really is and. Yeah. yeah, as terrible as America is, it's not that bad. Right, it's not that bad. And then my last one. Tomorrow's February 29th. Leap year. Yeah. Happy leap year comes every four years. Yeah. They say it's bad luck to be born on the 29th, yeah, but I else comes every four years. But what was that? They say they say it's bad luck to uh, be born on the 29th, and apparently that's like a growing trend of women being induced on the 28th or the first of uh, March. Try to. Avoid that every four-year birthday for their kids. Yeah, I think, I know, I don't know them personally, but someone tangentially in the family is a leap year baby. And I think I that's sick. It is like, really I, cool. I think that's really cool. Like, why would you not want that? And I remember uh, reading something. This was back in, like, elementary school in one of those science magazines that you would get in, like, science class. National like, Geographic. Yeah, like yeah. whatever, like scholar science, something, whatever. Um, oh, yeah, that's classics. And I remember one of it being about a leap year, like a blurb in there, and it would be like, oh, yeah, and this woman in a nursing home, and she's turning, I mean, it's going to be her, like, 84th birthday or something, but they were like, oh, how does it feel turning 21? And turning she 14. Like, she was just like, oh, the way it feels turning 84. It's like... She does not have a sense of humor about it. <laughs> well, that's her loss because she has a pretty unique situation. Yeah, in my opinion, embrace it. Mm-hmm. Can't be that bad of luck. I don't know. I don't know. You got anything for us though? Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a sad note, but just wanted to shout out and pay our respects to the great comedian and actor Richard Lewis, who passed away. I believe maybe it was yesterday, or the news broke. This afternoon, though, but great guy, great stand up, uh, uh, one of the best characters on the show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, in which he played a kind of version of himself, really just himself. Lifelong friend of Larry David, uh, the creator of the show, they went to you know, like Jewish summer camp together, <laughs> missed each other for years, and ran in the comedy club in the early 70s. And we're like, You're that fucking guy. Like, and they hit it all off. And their relationship what a great like story! That. Wow, He's, he brought the um, everyone's heard the blank of hell, like the mother in law from hell, the neighbor from hell. That was one of his stand up bits. Like, he coined that term, okay, the blank from hell, which is 
pretty great and lasted a long time. No but, kidding. Yeah, just wanted to read, and this is Larry David was asked for comment on his best friend's passing, and I just wanted to read his quote. And he said, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital, and for most of my life he's been like a brother to me. He had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob, and for that I'll never forgive him. I love that. Ever critical. It sounds just like Larry David, too. Yeah, uh, that's a great. Love that quote. You made me Ooh, sad. How'd love you do Richard that? Richard Lewis. Yeah, yeah, wow. That's a rest in peace indeed. Did yeah, not yeah. See that. get on YouTube and watch some Richard Lewis compilations from Curb or some of his, you know, late night appearances. Just one of a kind. Cheers to that. Nice. Man, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't seen him, Richard Lewis, that's some really good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote on our end. Make sure you're keeping up with the blogs. Got a Last of Our American League previews coming out on Friday. It's kind of what we're looking at there. We'll have some NFL stuff coming out. And we'll get into our National League stuff as well by the next time we talk. But we appreciate y'all coming on. Happy Leap Day tomorrow, if you're listening by then. And we'll catch y'all next week. This is Chopping Lines. Chop a line now. Mm-hmm.